Good afternoon. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media, here for this week's Embedded Insiders podcast with my partner, Brandon Lewis, the Editor-in-Chief of Embedded Computing Design. Good morning, Brandon. How are you? Doing well. How about you, Rich? Okay. Uh, we are here in the holiday season, and since I have relocated, I am not looking out at snow. I'm actually looking out at bright sunshine, which is uh, a big difference from my life up until this year. Does it, does it feel like the holiday season without snow? Uh, it does, actually, because, okay, here we are going down this road here. The holidays, to me, what does the holidays mean to you? The holidays, to me, means spending time with family. And I shipped my family down from New Jersey, so most of the family was here for the holidays. So that's what it's all about. It's, it's less about the weather, and it's, it's definitely more about spending time and having lots of laughs with family. Very good. That's always what I uh, thought, too, mostly because I've grown up in Arizona, so there's never been a white Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so um, what I wanted to talk about with, on this session is the really big push by who I think are the world's top two uh, processor makers, NVIDIA and Intel, um, into artificial intelligence. Um, let's start with Intel first. Where are you with Intel? What are you seeing? What's the latest? Well, you know, it, Intel did, uh, they made a couple acquisitions over the last few years, uh, one being Movidius, the other being uh, Altera. And you would think that given the big push into artificial intelligence industry-wide, that both of those are going to be more and more significant as we move forward. Uh, they've already started doing a lot of stuff with Movidius chips. Um, I know that uh, companies like Advantech are using uh, Movidius in some of their digital signage and retail-type applications for things like facial recognition. The Altera um, announcement has been, or acquisition has been a little bit less uh, fruitful thus far, and I'm imagining that there's got to be something uh, to come out of that soon. Of course, using an FPGA and some of these uh, artificial intelligence applications that need a lot of math calculations and uh, the FPGA being flexible and you know having a, uh, being able to do a lot of floating point stuff. Um, you know that 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 is really it's a really nice fit uh, for these application areas. But of course, like I said, we haven't really seen much yet. So hopefully, something on the horizon there. I have a feeling that there's something big coming, and I think in the next couple of weeks, month at the most, we're going to see something large from Intel with respect to AI. So let's move into uh, NVIDIA now, and I, I characterize them as one of the top two chip makers in the world. Is, is that accurate? Do you know the answer to that? Uh, I'm not sure that they're one of the top two, but they're definitely up there. We know uh, that you know in the past, three to five years, NVIDIA's stock has exploded. Um, and they've been doing it, and it's part of the reason it's, it's exploded is that they're getting into all the right application areas, right? You know, the, in all the autonomous drive stuff, there's NVIDIA's leading a charge there. Uh, but now, of course, with this deep learning, uh, they're a big player there, especially in the data center where you do a lot of modeling and training. So um, they're definitely on the move to the top of the ladder. Okay. Now, I know that you were actually at NVIDIA last week, and uh, you were there for their latest announcement. Describe that, please. Yeah, so um, NVIDIA had a meetup uh, for its Jetson platform. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the Jetson platform, it's basically an embedded module, an embedded form factor 
uh, board that's paired with a software development kit and some other tools um, that lets developers create uh, powerful, especially AI-enabled devices or systems. Um, And of course, it has a big, huge, high-horsepower GPU on it. Um, In this case, they announced Jets and AGX Xavier, and Xavier um, has 500, the Xavier chip itself on the module, uh, and this is a module, not a development kit. So this is a commercial-ready module that they launch based on the development kit, uh, just to be clear. Uh, the Xavier uh, SOC on there has like 512 cores, you know, 64 tensor cores uh, within the 512, and just pretty much every single thing um, from a hardware perspective that you would consider or need to do any sort of neural network processing, uh, image recognition, stuff like that. So there are over 400 uh, developers there, a lot of different applications on display and demonstrations. So pretty exciting stuff. And we were both at that meetup, and we shot lots of video there. So if you'd like to see what the faces look like behind the voices, go to embedded-computing.com, and you could see our videos uh, that was shot there with some of the partners and with NVIDIA themselves. Yep, uh, and I'll definitely be sure to include a couple links so it's easier once you're listening to the podcast. You can just slide on over there. Um, but what were your thoughts of the, of the meetup, Rich? Um, and the tech, more importantly. Well, one thing that has bothered me up until now is that it was, it, it was kind of difficult to design around an, an NVIDIA processor. Um, you really had to know your stuff, and they were not catering to the average Joe developer. And I think with this latest announcement and all the stuff that's available on their site, they're moving down a little bit in, into somebody who's more of a main, mainstream developer as opposed to somebody who's an expert developer. So I think that that's really good for them. Yeah, I agree. You know, one of the things that, um, and actually I touched on this in, in one of the videos, but We've all known this for a long time. You know, programming a GPU is not easy. And, you know, if Intel's announcements, uh, you know, around AI that are coming up have anything to do with an FPGA, everybody who has tried and failed to program an FPGA will say the same thing. But in the last few years, and I think we touched on this in a podcast or two ago, NVIDIA's done a really, really good job putting around the software framework and the development tools needed uh, for somebody to use one of their devices. You know, the entire TensorFlow um, initiative, you know, they've been big proponents of that. Um, Like I mentioned earlier with this Jetson um, AGX uh, Xavier and previous versions of Jetson, their software development kit called Jetpack um, has a bunch of tools and libraries that you can just use APIs uh, to, you know, API into the lower levels of the uh, GPU so you don't have to be a highly expert GPU programmer in, able to get, in order to get the, uh, the most out of the, the horsepower that they're putting onto their chips. So, you know, that's one place, especially in this artificial intelligence realm, where it seems like there are leaps and bounds ahead of everybody. And we all know um, the success of processors often goes, you know, with the usability and the ease of use of tools. And uh, it looks like uh, NVIDIA's kind of out in front there. Absolutely, and I'm guessing we're going to see uh, some pretty exciting stuff from them at CES, which will be the topic of our podcast next week, where we're going to talk about what we expect to see at CES. Sound good, Brandon? Yes, yes sounds great. It's always 
most hectic time of the year following immediately following the most wonderful time of the year. So uh, <laughs> tune back tune back in for our, our our takes on that. That's a good characterization. Okay. Well, this was the Embedded Insiders. That was Brandon Lewis, Editor-in-Chief of Embedded Computing Design. I am Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media. Hope everybody's having a great holiday.